I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Hey! Oh, what they on? All steroids and no carbs. They're the thick ass kids. This is Primetime. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Ahoy, fine people of Portland. Holly <laughs> <laughs> ho. That oh, sound oh, means oh, one oh. thing, one thing only. It is a Sooks, a Hazard edition of Primetime, and I believe this is the first ever Ryan Buckley-led Sooks of Hazard edition. Right. Welcome much to the family. That is very true. I am excited for this one. He gets to be Cooter. Oh, yeah, you do get to. Or you could be Uncle Jesse, or I suppose you could be Daisy. No. You know, he's been working out. He's, he, he's boxing now, so he can wear the short shorts. And to be honest with you, if you've seen Catherine Bach lately, I think Buck may have her. <laughs> he's an, he is an attractive man. Time has not been kind. To well, Daisy Duke. Time isn't kind to most of us. Well, but you never, like, it's it's always one of those things that if you have someone from your childhood, especially right. if it was like a sex symbol, sure. like in your mind, you, it just, it ages like a fine wine, and I then every can. now and then it ages like bread, you know, and I, it's, 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 it's a rough go. You know, I'm a fan of, I go around to the conventions. Yes. I'm a big fan of the Comic Cons and the <laughs> pop culture conventions. You are a con man. I, I, yes, <laughs> yes, I, I am. You are. And and you just and you travel to cons. Yes, I like to. I I really like it. Yes. I like that stuff. Yes. And so, um, and you've had sex before, which is a bit of an upset. <laughs> more but, than once, but you love yeah, at least twice. <laughs> yeah. you, at least twice you, that we know of that you love the cons. The point of the story, Big Suk, is <laughs> I digress. Is that from time to time, the cons are filled with the very actors and actresses that you speak of. Yes, people from our childhood. Who we now go see, and they're old men and women. The Aaron Grays of the of the world, if you will. Now that's where I'm going. Oh. I have seen Aaron Gray, aka Colonel Wilma Deering, and from me, the great show Buck Rogers. And let me just tell you this right now. <laughs> yes, still looks good. And that's and beautiful. I, and it's still an, beautiful. And it's an unfair, it's an unfair judgment to put on actors and actresses from like yes. the 60s and 70s. Yes. But when you see an the Aaron Gray... The stars of the 70s were not as hygienic as you and me, Big Sue. <laughs> well, they were not. <laughs> Take Mannix, for instance. <laughs> when, when you, or who's the other one? Um, oh, uh, Linda Carter. Wonder Woman? Yes, looks great. Looks great. Looks great. Oh, yes, looks great. So you meet Wonder Woman, and you're like, man, 
Still bringing the heat. Right. Lasso. Do it. Let's go. Lasso of truth? Yes. You you can lasso me anytime you want. But then you meet Daisy Duke and you're like, damn it. Yeah. And it's not her fault because she's like 68. Right. It's like when they they redid, uh, I didn't read it, the Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Kelly McGillis did not make Top Gun Maverick. No. And she had the greatest, like someone asked her about it. Agreed. It was a great, she owned it too. She did. It was great. She owned it. Because she is much like Tom Cruise now. She's in her 60s. Yes. Tom Cruise is in his 60s. Well, and he looks just like a, a 40-year-old lesbian. Yes, he does. Well, but, you know, that's what happens when you defy, you know, age. You turn into a middle-aged lesbian. Tom Brady's having it. Kevin Bacon. It's a whole thing. Look at David Beckham sometimes. It's 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 heading, it's heading that way. But someone asked Kelly McGillis if she was approached to be in Top Gun. She was the love interest in the first one. And she says, no, I'm old and fat. And she said, I'm age appropriate, and that's not what they're going for. Insert Jennifer Conley, and away you go. Well, and that's, that's what we call a nice casting decision. It was. But, but you, you feel bad. Because it's not her fault that she looks like, and she doesn't look bad. She no, just she looks, looks normal. She looks like a normal 65-year-old lady. She looks like your Nana. Yes. And Tom Cruise looks how old? 30? Well, again, <laughs> if that. it's middle-aged lesbian. He's well, reverse-aged he, and she is a proper He drinks aged. vampire blood. Yes. That's what he does. So, so I don't, it's, it's just like when you go over to see Nana, you don't expect someone to want to be with Nana. You expect her to like make milk and cookies and... You know this the, the internet thing. It's 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 troubling now. Like we have a stepmom, and we go over it, and Ramy, our stepmother, is wearing a, a sweatshirt with a kitty on it, <laughs> probably a collared shirt underneath it, yep. and has some form of cookie waiting for us. Yeah. There's a whole generation that that's not what they think of when they no. hear stepmom. No, and it's not normal people's fault anymore that they're aging inappropriately. Well, Erin Gray <laughs> looks fantastic. I can attribute that. She looks legit. Yeah. So if you have the meat now. On the other side of that coin, I have also met Buck Rogers. Ooh, the great Gil, Gil Gerard, Gerard does not look no good. No, no. Well, one, again, he's got to be. Them, like, he's got to be like seventies. He, yeah, he's old and looks. He looks the part. He's not squeezing into the white jumpsuit. No, Aaron Gray still can. Oh yeah, Buck Rogers. Beedy, beedy, beedy. That's yeah. not good, Buck. No, <laughs> that, that is what, not good. I wonder what Twinkie's up to. But he just died. The Did real, he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's sad. When I met Gil Gerard, <laughs> Twinkie was there. Tweaky was there. Rest in peace, Buck Rogers. Yeah. The 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 guy that played uh, Tweaky, who also played cousin It, um, get right there, little on the uh, Adams family. What do you mean he played It? How you know, do you play it, cousin? It. You, oh, the, sorry, yeah. I was thinking the thing. No, not thing. Things no. the hand. It's the hairy, the hairy one. Yeah, Twinkie that was, is it. That was Twinkie. Get right there. Yeah, his name town. was Felix Silva, and he, I, he was in a bunch of other stuff too. I'll have you right now? My mind blown. He's <laughs> like Ian Willow. Like I guess when you're a little person, you're just you know you move around. You move yeah. around. Um, he he was in other stuff. I, if you looked him up, there's other stuff you would have known him from. But his two most famous roles, obviously, were Tweaky from Buck Rogers. And cousin it from the Addams family, but he was at the con too when I met Gil Gerard. Yeah, so super cool to meet him. But yeah, he just passed away like a year or two ago. I well, think again, they're they're probably all like in their like seventies and eighties, and yes, it's it's just like I remember I went to one of those with you and I met Chewbacca. Oh yeah, and he's dead now. He too. also has passed away. Peter, yes. May- Peter Mayhew, Mayhew or something. Yes. Wow, yeah. like he was eight million years old. Yeah, he's like seven two. And he smelled very, uh, he smelled interesting. Well, he's British. He's British. But, but like you meet Chewbacca and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, like Chewie is, 
Chewie is not flying the uh, the Falcon anymore. No. Uh, Chewie's not doing anything. He had like a cane, and so it's it's weird when you. But the cane looked like a giant lightsaber. Yes. which is cool. Which is kind of cool. If you're if you're just an old dude with a cane lightsaber, yeah. eh. If you're Chewbacca with a cane lightsaber, pretty cool. But it's like if you, when you meet old Chewbacca and you're like, ooh, Chewbacca. You just assume that you're an old man, but the, the ladies have it worse. Right. The ladies, you're expected to be, you know, there's there's an unfair expectation on- we're all on, sexist pigs. Pretty much. Yes. And I don't think, like, women do that. I don't think women go to Comic-Con looking to score with Chewbacca. I don't think anyone's doing that. Oh, I think they're out there. We're just not. <laughs> there's just not as many as some of you think. Whereas every creepy dude known to man shows up at a Comic-Con expecting that, like, again, Aaron Gray is going to meet you- and you're, and she's gonna sign your Buck Rogers helmet, and then has to go do you in the bathroom because you're so irresistible. <laughs> you're like, what? You paid sixty five dollars to get my autograph? Oh, let me just flash these to you real quick. You that doing? is, that is like the, like the. I don't. Know, there's like some sort of weird. It's the, like disillusionment that that guys are like, well, I've, you know, I am a middle school teacher, and uh, you know, I'm from Sonoma, so I'm sure that this uh, Hollywood actress is going to enjoy everything I have going on. Yeah. I don't even know how did we even get on. Where did this? Where did this I head? I don't know. Well, it started with Sukes of Hazard and my role in it. It started oh, with Cooter, yes. then Daisy Duke, Cooter. and then down the road we went. He's Cooter, yeah. and, but but to be fair, and like he kind of he kind of looks like he's got a Cooter. I mean, he's got a beard and a I thing. Could, and I could see that. I could see him wearing some coveralls and <laughs> fixing a Jeep for us and stuff. Like he could be Cooter. And let me tell you right now, there is no like if you came in. Of all the things that Buck could wear that would throw me for a loop, the overalls with no shirt underneath <laughs> might do it. Like, if you came in wearing Daisy Dukes, I certainly would look twice and be like, whoa. But it wouldn't shock me nearly as much as if you wore some uh, if you wore some overalls or some coveralls sleeveless with no shirt underneath. It's a bold, bold statement. That would be a look. Um, right before COVID happened, uh, we had a themed, like a murder mystery birthday party, and uh, it was a Southern Trailer Park themed birthday party. So everybody kind of had that look and get up. And I think maybe next time I'll try the shirtless coveralls. I ended up doing like a, I cut the sleeves off a dress shirt and then I fancied the facial hair into a very kind of uh, horseshoe Southern looking thing. Got some camo, got some NASCAR stuff. Have, have you, and I can't, I'm trying to think like, I obviously we're around and together and things. I know most of the stuff I can't, have you ever rocked a pair of coveralls? Have you ever? I don't think I've ever worn a pair for any reason. I ha, I don't have coveralls. I have overalls. I yes. have a pair of uh, of. I don't remember if they're they're, they're the brown Carhartt overalls. Okay. Like when I went to fix your roof, because coverall, coveralls are like that's the like full my, body. Michael, Michael Myers yes. sort of thing that covers everything. I do not own a pair of coveralls. Have you ever worn them for any reason? No, I can't. The closest thing I've ever come to is maybe like a onesie. Like I like I wore a Tony the Tiger onesie and ripped it once. Okay. Like there's no, I have a pair of overalls that if I'm doing outdoor work, I'm gonna okay. be manly. <laughs> it's like a tool. Do you have a tool belt? Do I do have. have a, I do a have tool a tool belt? belt. Yeah, I've never had a tool belt either. <laughs> this is why I came to fix your roof. Yeah. Plus, I don't like heights. No. Yeah. And I had I had overalls on, and I had a tool belt. I do appreciate the fact that when I did come to fix your roof, you came out like. Two feet out of your window onto the roof and then handed me things when needed. I will not stray farther onto the roof than I can reach back and touch the physical structure of my house. I totally understand. Yeah, I'm not going. That's the limit yes. for me right there. The best part about my new house in Washougal, yeah. I don't have to go on the roof. Never been on the roof. 
Well, it's a very steep roof. That's why I'm not going. Yeah, out there. you don't want. Yeah, I'm never out there. No, and to so. be to be like, so I did that in college a little bit. Yeah, and I can fix minor roof problems. I had roof problems. You fixed them. Full credit. Yes, yes. Full credit. I would not go up on your roof. No, that's a whole other. That's that's a different. That's a different you're yeah. fancy now. Well, you're you're fancier. Fancy. You don't you don't live down in the Cove anymore. You're a fancy Washugo guy. That's a steep roof. That is. A I'm steep not. Roof. I'm not doing that. No, neither am I. No, no. That's there's there's limits to this game. I I don't. I cannot think of one instance where I have worn overalls. I don't know that I. You, you really don't. You don't really need to. No, I don't. <laughs> but you would think that at some point, costume, you know, something trying to look the part for some. I don't know. Never have. I just know that if you encounter someone, if you show up. Any place to a, a place of business, a guy's house, and he is wearing overalls with no shirt or coveralls, undone, no shirt, right. nothing underneath. It is the, in my opinion, it is the boldest statement you can make as a man. It's a power move. There is nothing else that I can see you in that would shock me. That would that that is in immediate. It buzzes my tower. You're bringing high heat to my chin. You're backing me off the plate a little bit. I don't know what else you could wear. If I showed up and a man was wearing a dress, I'm like, well, welcome to Portland. This doesn't bother me. Whatever. But you go overalls, no shirt. Man, I assume that there's a possum somewhere in a sack. I, 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 there's just there's there's some sort of moonshine that's about to happen, and you don't care. You've been to prison, and you don't mind going back. It, it's, it, it completely throws me off my game. I think there – I completely agree with you. I think there's only one possible other option. For what you're talking about, a bigger here. power play. Uh, I think there's one, and uh, and that is. Well, I'm going to refer you to a little movie that I like to call Boogie Nights, uh, and I'm going to go white satin yeah. robe yeah. with some kind of Japanese dragon on the back, the swagguard robe, no clothes underneath. Yeah. That dude was rocking a speedo, yeah. And you come out with that thing on, yeah. I think that trumps. The overalls. You're going down in a well at that point. Yeah. You really I think are. You open the door and, if you and have a little, that guy comes out. And if there's a little Asian kid throwing firecrackers, <laughs> game, game. One of these days, one day, you're going to come over to my house for some sort of uh, shindig, a gala affair, if you will. And I'm going to be wearing that and I'm going to have my son in the corner throwing, <laughs> wearing like a mesh top, throwing firecrackers. Will Rick Spring- Springfield be playing in the background? A hundred percent. Nice. On a loop. All I need is Big Jimmy in the corner, like <laughs> counting up some cocaine, <laughs> I and we it. got something I happening. Think we can get him. All right, well, it's the Sooks Hazard Edition today. We got so much to get to with a lot of college football championship week. The bowls are set. We have coaching hire news. We got transfer portal news. We got Coach Prime pissing people off. We'll try to get to the NFL. We got Monday Night Football. A lot going on. Sooks Hazard sticking around. Prime time right here, 1080 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good log on uh, to Twitter, if you will. Elon Musk's Twitter. Don't worry about all the other stuff going on, the swastikas and whatnot. Just go to ours. At Tenet of the Fan, you can find the AAA Heating and Cooling Poll Question. AAA Heating and Cooling, a family company helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. And we ask you simply today, how many years until Coach Prime Deion Sanders either is fired or has Colorado in the Pac-12 championship game? Zero to two years, three to five, or five plus years? Because I didn't believe it last week when uh, the rumors were swirling that he was offered the job. That just didn't seem like a job that he would take, but... Five and a half million dollars a year for five years apparently changed a lot of minds because Deion Sanders and Willie Taggart apparently. Willie Taggart, do something. We don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to do something because he's on Deion's staff. He's going to Colorado. I'd, I'd play for Coach Prime. I, I If he came, like, like, I don't know. I've never watched one Jackson State game. I have no idea. I know that they've won a couple of championships. Yes. They cut conference championships. Yes. I know he turned him around. Yes. So I'm going to assume he's a good coach. Sure. Right? That's the only coaching job we have to go on. Right. And he did a very, very nice job. And, at I, and I'll be State. honest with you, when when they hired him, yeah. I kind of laughed at that, right? I I didn't I thought it was Clyde Drexler 2.0. Yeah. Now Drexler went to coach in Houston, and <laughs> he didn't want to recruit. <laughs> well, and but that's kind of the right. He didn't want he, to work. He's a well, but look at Drexler's accomplished. Yeah. He's rich. He's won a title. Yeah. Why would he? Yeah. Right? Why would he? So when I when all that came out about Drexler and he got fired or ran out of there, and you heard all those stories, like that confirmed what I thought. Like that makes sense. It's way harder than you think. Why would he want to go do that? Yeah. And that's what I thought when they hired primetime. When they hired him there, that's kind of what I thought. He's accomplished. He's rich. He could be on TV. He's got Super Bowl rings. What does he need to to do? What? Why is he doing this? And I'll be honest with you, I thought he'd hang around down there and then wash out and go be on whatever. I, I thought he'd have him on some sort of suspension within like a right? couple, couple months. But now that you can pay players, you really can't. If you get in trouble in today's <laughs> exactly. NCAA, you have to pull a Herm Edwards. like. Right. Your own Herm's own like players and staff ratted him out. That's how bad you have to be. Exactly. And by the way, he didn't get fired because that he got fired because he was terrible. Like everyone had to leave. But so you take the the, that side of it out, and you know he is one of the most charismatic people in all of sports. Yes, the guy can recruit. He obviously has some bona fides there. I mean. To this day, people still do the, the kids today still do the Deion Sanders high step it, into the end zone. It's it's a he's relevant. He is relevant. And this isn't Joe Montana anymore. There's a no. there's a Guinness commercial going on right now. Yes, where where Joe's in a in a bar drinking Guinness. It's kind of a funny commercial. It is, and yeah. this this guy's like, hey old timer, 
And someone mentions, you know, when, when he played, and the, and the guy doesn't know and says, would you play tennis or something? And, and Montana's like, sure thing, Junior. But it's true. A lot of people see Joe Montana, you're just some old white if, guy at a bar. If Joe Montana walked into a room and you didn't know he was Joe Montana, yeah. you would, he has zero cash. You would not think he was the second greatest quarterback of all time. You know when Deion Sanders if, walks into if, a room. If you're in an airport and yes. you see primetime walk past you yes. down the aisle, you, you don't know him, yes. you're like, that guy's something. Yes. That guy's an actor. That yes. guy's an athlete. Something. Something. And... And He's a presence. Exactly. And that's kind of what – so I never once watched any of his games at Jackson State. I never I never paid attention. I know that they were good and they won some conference. I, so I'm going to assume he's good. Yes. I'm going to assume he's a good coach. I saw a 60 Minutes piece on him and about what he's done at Jackson State, and it blew me away. Yes. He goes and cuts his own – like he, when he got to Jackson State, like – it's such a, a bare bones program, right? You know, it's the 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 HBCUs. They, right. they have nothing to work yeah. with. He didn't have clean water for several months down there. I mean, there was nothing in that community, and he was he was he was out cutting the lawn on the football field. Yeah, and he said, "I told someone to make sure the lawn was cut at this time. They didn't do it one time. I'm going to go do it." Right. He is not. He's this not this is not all no. hat no cattle. No, no. And and that's kind of where I'm going is Colorado has every resource to be they're, – they're a sleeping giant. Like, they, they won a national championship. They were good. And I know – I'm just saying, if if we assume that he's a good coach, yeah. the whole point of this conversation, yeah. if we assume he's a good coach, and he we know he has that it. Mm-hmm. He has it. He will get recruits. And you brought it up earlier. He doesn't even have to go do it the old way. No. He can flat out transfer portal kids. He can pay kids. He can do those things. He can go into a living room. And that's where, circle all the way back, joking, like, if he came into my living room and I didn't want to go to Colorado, I would want to go play for Coach Prime. Well, this is. I'll go play for that guy. So, Dion, he, uh, or Coach Prime, as he likes to to be (laughs) called. Which is awesome. So, he had, uh, we have two. Buck, did we get both, both audios? We only have one right now. The other one's transferring. Okay, so is this the one where he's addressing his kids? Not yet. That one's still transferring. Okay, so this is just his. This is his press conference. So this is his. So he had a press conference, and we'll play for you in a little bit. What he what he said to his kids because well he put a lot of people on notice. He's yeah. not. This is not a uh, what walk quietly carry a big stick. Right. He is. That's he's like him. he's like part preacher, part snake oil salesman, part NFL legend. It's just this, all these things kind of all wrapped together, but he is charismatic, and this was him addressing the uh, the Colorado faithful. The Bible says God uses the foolish things to confound the wise, and he's always taking me, taking me to unlikely places. You know, usually when you're great, I mean great at something. I mean really great at something. I was really great, you know. <laughs> I'm joking. You're going to understand my sense of humor now. I kind of wasn't joking, though. I really was. <laughs> Usually, you're a staple of that organization. And I had to think when I was a player, why would I have to play for five different football teams and four different Major League Baseball teams? It's because God took me from place to place and faith to faith and glory to glory to bring unity, to bring solvency, to bring peace, to bring joy, to bring happiness, to bring love to others. And that's the same darn reason I'm here now. Because he always used an unlikely person to do an unlikely thing. So I'm, I'm ready for the task. And I truly am thankful, and I can reiterate it a hundred times. You have no idea. Um, these last few years have been truly a blessing, but we learned a lot. 
of our life and a lot about people. Um, I'm not into politics, but I'm into people, and I'm pretty good with people. And if you listen to that whole press conference, uh, who is it? Joe Klatt. Now, granted, Klatt's a, a former Colorado guy, but I agree with him. Klatt said that's the best introductory press conference he's ever heard. Yeah. Like, he came in, and he had people eating out of the palm of his hand. He, and that's why I said the preacher. He, he definitely does a lot of the God stuff, but it's... It's an entertaining he's megachurch a, he's preacher. Endearing. endearing. There's and he he brings it up and he brings it down. It's like this roller coaster, but yes. he owns the entire room when yes. he walks in. He's endearing. Yes. And it works. There's yes. a lot of people like that that line, right? That joke about being great at something yeah. and then self-deprecating yeah. but then coming back to it. <laughs> no, really, that was good. Right? And and behind and he knows, right? He yeah. it's it's really genius behind that. Every, you can't argue he was great. Nope. He has every single accolade you could ever want to have. Arguably the greatest defensive back to ever play in the NFL. You, you can't argue it. And he knows that, right? He knows that. And he has an ego. He wants that out there. He yeah. wants to bring that. But the way he does that, it's masterful. Yeah. The, if you took a course on public speaking, like that's that's chapter four right yeah. there, right? He introduces himself. It's based in truth. He has them laughing. My, like... Everybody that ever taught me anything about public speaking, if you can get them laughing with you, like that endears you to them right away. And behind all of that is credibility. And like it it works. Whatever you think about him, it works. And that's at Colorado in a Power Five conference with more resources than he's ever had, with looser rules than he's ever had. The ability, he's already told people, he's already told Colorado players. So we're, they're on notice. We're, they're out. We're dumping that into the system. But, and this is the one that's, that's getting some flack is he addressed his, his team, but the audio was kind of crappy. So we're trying to clean it up. But he addressed his team and, and, and I'll, I'll paraphrase. Well, hopefully we'll, we'll have it here for you a little bit. But he said, Go into the transfer portal. I don't care. Some of the positions are already taken. His yeah. son is coming to be the quarterback. Be the quarterback. He, he said, this is my quarterback. And he said, uh, I'm coming and I'm bringing my luggage, a.k.a. players. Yes. And he said, it's Louie. Like, he said, you will not subject these fans to this crappy brand of football. And I've heard some people say, man, way to kick a team you know, when they're down. Like Colorado's you know, been through it. And and I I get that, but that is a guy that walked into that room and put every single person on notice that said either you're with me or you're not. Yep. You either get a lot better or you get the hell out. And if you don't want to be here, great. I'll find someone else. And by the way, even if you want to be here, if someone's better than you, I'm going to I'm going to replace you. Yes. He is going to overhaul that program immediately. And you yes. look at like what Mel Tucker did at Michigan State two years ago, what Lincoln Riley did at USC. And I get that the USC thing is different because Colorado's not going to have the money to do what USC did. Right. And they probably don't have the cachet right now to get a Caleb Williams. Because right now, Colorado Colorado doesn't have the money to pay for Dion right now, but they're like, hey, we'll figure it out. Right. So th- there is there is an element to where he is not taking over an Oklahoma or an SC where there is unlimited resources. Sure. But look at what he did with no resources at Jackson State. And right. he is entering a place with resources, right. just not what some of his contemporaries are going to have. Right. And and I get I get that he gets a little flack for this, but it's it really is the dirty little secret of college football right now. Yep. And I've heard Andrew Nemec talk about it. I've heard you guys talk about it. Unrecruiting. Un, you, I don't think that if fan of program A really knew what unrecruiting was and how often it goes on. Yep. 
I think they would be, I'm not going to say disgusted because I don't think, I don't really, fans want to win, right? Oregon fan wants Oregon to win. And if you pull back the curtain and see how the sausage is made and little Jimmy, who was recruited two years ago, maybe he's not as good as people thought he is. And now I can go in the transfer portal and get Dave from, you know, beef, beef steak tech, and he's really good, and I can bring him in. So guess what? I don't have room for little Jimmy anymore. Bye. That happens at every single school all the time. And it's not subtle. No, not N- at all. N- Nemec has said, I, I think the numbers that he, and, and he's really dialed into this sort of yes. stuff, I think he said that it's anywhere from 30 to 40 kids on every roster are actively being unrecruited. Yes. And some of that is not going to be no, subtle. they're pushed out the door. Yes. We, we don't, you're not going to play for me Ever. anymore. You will not play here. Go somewhere else. Yeah. And, and what are you going to do if you're a kid? And, and the transfer portal is good for the kid. Yeah. Right? It's bad for college football. As a as a we like to romanticize it, it's good for the kid until it's not good for the kid, yeah. right? The kid, the the biggest the biggest field equalizer ever. You know, the kids can get paid now. That's great. Kids have more power than ever now. That's great. The biggest rub in all of this is you still have four years to play. Yep, that's it. That's it. And if I come to you, Jay, and I say you will not play for me here. Go somewhere. What am I supposed to do? What do you do? And you know right now that, and it bears it out, this will be the third year, you know, going into the fourth of the transfer portal. Do you know how many kids who enter the transfer portal find new homes? Because it's about the same every year. Yeah. It's 40%. Yep. 40%. So 60% of the kids that enter the transfer portal, they're done. They never, they never find a, they never find another home. Did you see the stat today on the, on how many kids have entered the transfer portal today? Oh, I bet it's, I bet it's shocking. So transfer portal today. Right, yeah, six hundred and sixty-seven players just today have entered the transfer portal, an all-time daily record, exceeding the previous high, which was set in November. By the way, yeah. want to guess what the previous high was? <laughs> what do we got? Two hundred and seventy. Yeah, slightly, slightly more. Four hundred players more today. Yep. Of those six hundred and sixty-seven, sixty-two quarterbacks. Yep. And by the way, again, forty percent of them will find new homes, and yes. the others are just out to pasture. Out. I mean, Slovis is going to be on his third team in three in three years. Right. He's looking out of pit. And by the way, if you're Oregon State, come on down. I mean, if you're a team like Oregon State, and I know that it's not going to be the exact same roster, but you are a quarterback away, yeah. not a great quarterback away, a solid quarterback away from playing for a Pac-12 title. Right. You don't think Oregon State's going to be doing everything they can to and, enter that portal? And they should. Yes. This is just the nature of college football. It's what it's become. It's not going away. Working the portal and keeping your kids out of the portal and bringing your kids back, retaining your roster, I think this has become every bit as important as recruiting. Absolutely. You know, when you look at it, like, like Penix coming back, and I know that that's, you know, not it's the a, end all, the be all. It's, it's a game changer, it's, though. But you look at, he, he he's a transfer guy, comes in, could go into the NFL, but now that you can pay him, I think if this is the olden days, I think he's gone. Absolutely. Whether he's a second or a third round pick, Absolutely. he's not coming back. But you can tell him, hey, we can probably pay you as much as you're going to make as a second or a third round quarterback. Yes. Why don't you come back? Let's see if we can assure that you're going to be a first rounder. Game and by changer. the way, we think maybe we can compete for a national yes. title next Game changer. Year. It's a game changer. Yes. College football, the olden days, whether you like it or not, they're gone. And it feels like Dion is one of those guys that's going to be there to capitalize. How long is it Colorado, good or bad? I don't know, but the Pac-12 got that much more interesting uh, over the weekend yep. when when Prime showed up. Uh, unfortunately, last weekend the Pac-12 did what the Pac-12 has tended to do, which was the bed. So we'll talk a little USC. Although, is it fair? 
is it fair what happened to USC versus what happened to Ohio State? We'll actually talk about some college football on the field when we come back. Sooks Hazard right here, 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When does no one complain? I just say for the record, I absolutely love this song. And I'm a little embarrassed to say I didn't even know it until that uh, Jack Nicholson movie, As Good As It Gets. Yeah, they were on a road trip. And uh, he like puts it like YMCA or something, and everyone's looking at him. He goes, no, no, no. He's like, I was just kidding. I got good stuff. And he puts this in there, and I was like, I'm embarrassed that I did not know this song until that movie. But it's just, it's a wonderful, feel-good sort of uplifting thing. Underrated say, feel-good jam. Yes. Yeah. Underrated movie. Yes. It's, yeah, as good as it gets. It's just, it's just a, it's a story. <laughs> it's just a story about people, and it's really good. All three, Jack and Greg Kinnear and Helen Hunt, they're all awesome. Helen Hunt, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I look, she was quarterback princess. <laughs> she was back in the day. She was quarterback Remember that? princess. Yeah, the very special after-school movie. Yeah, yeah. I like. I'm gonna go. Like she's unconventional. I get that she's not for everybody. I like Helen Hunt. I yeah. always have. Everyone, it's there's a. There's something there. Yeah. Uh, I can't tell what it is, but there's something there. Everyone's <laughs> yes. got a couple of those where you're like, really? You're like, yeah. It's yeah. Like, like Helen Hunt a lot. I like the, the lead singer of the Dixie Chicks. I don't know why. It's, it's, it's There's something there. Well, okay. There it <laughs> Natalie is. Maines. I, that might be my ultimate. I, I can't tell you why. I just kind of like what's I like what's going on there. I understand. Uh, don't, I understand. don't ask questions. All right. Uh, the Pac-12 did Pac-12 things over the weekend. We thought that the Pac-12 was finally going to end the college football playoff drought. USC was basically win and go in. Up 17-3. to three. Everything seems to be going fine. Yeah. You're driving down. Looks like it's you're driving in to put this thing away. You had a chance to go up 24-3 right at the beginning of the game. You get stopped on downs. Utah goes down and scores. Caleb Williams pops a hammy. And then just all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And if you're USC, I mean... I, Imagine going from playing Georgia or Michigan, and now you're playing Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. I have said this a million times. Bowl games are about wanting to be there. If you're a betting man, (laughs) I don't care what the spread is. (laughs) Tulane. Bet the farm on Tulane. Because 
There is zero percent chance, yeah. and I'm and I mean zero percent chance anything that any player, coach, and and you'll hear the right things. Yeah, I'm telling you, zero <laughs> percent chance that anyone associated with USC wants anything to wants do with the Cotton Bowl. Anything to be in the Cotton. You take Tulane, yeah. <laughs> whatever the take them on the money line, take them on the spread, take them in a parlay, take them all day long. USA, no way wins that game. No way will Vegas, they win that game. Vegas is already with you here. They have Tulane opened as a favorite, take a one and a half point favorite. Take they, they know, yes, and it's after New Year's, which let's play the fun game oh. of how hungover My will God. the entire USC team be. And by the way, they can't tackle when they're sober. They, yeah, when they care, they're not good on defense. Look, I, I, I think USC is is good. I said at the oh for sure. I, I at, as I was going through the season, I said I've watched USC play several times, and I never thought I was looking at a college football playoff team. But as the year wore on, you could see their defense start to improve a little bit, and their offense was just legit. And I thought, well, maybe they got a little Indianapolis Colts in them, right? Defense plays good enough. They force some turnovers, and they did that early against Utah. And I was like, okay, this team, that first 10 minutes against Utah, I was like, this they're going to beat Utah's ass. Yes, they're, they're good. They're There's going to avenge there. their loss, and yes. I'm like, look out. Year one, Lincoln Riley just planted his flag in the world of college football, and then they went and did USC things. Now the, the pop Tammy, he clearly uh, was absolutely that that had a that had a part in it. Yeah, it, it had a huge part, and and they couldn't score after that. But forty seven, you gave up forty seven to Cam Rising. I'm that's that's the USC that I thought. I saw at the beginning of the year was sure you can score a lot of points. Yes. But when you play like that, you're going to eventually come to a game where your defense doesn't or your offense doesn't play very well, see Oregon State. Right. And it's going to bite you in the ass. And here you go. I'm I'm a big believer in and th- and this is just me, right? As lifetime of watching. I'm a big believer in teams teams that grind and climb and build to a level of greatness are different than the hired gun teams. Sure. Right, you know what I mean by that. Oh, the the yeah. team, the team that is is built. The, I'm not going to say the right way because there's no more right way. But the team that has taken, you can see it coming, and then they get to that point, and this is the year for them. USC was straight hired gun, right? The Pretty coach much. was a hired gun. The quarterback's a hired gun. Addison, everybody, yeah. And I, my my, and this is just me again. I think those teams carry with them a an air of this is owed to us. And and I think they went into went into that game and thought we're in the college football play. This is what we were brought in to do. And Utah said as much after the game. And he, right. And here we are. Utah is the very definition of the other way. Yes. Right. Grind. Old school. Grind. Kyle old Whittingham. school. Build. And you could see it coming in the Pac-12 for the last three seasons. Right. They were close, not quite there. Oh, they're really good, not quite there. Last year they got over the hump, and they're here, still here. And I think when those two styles mesh, like USC is more talented. Sure. But USC is better on paper. And you saw it 17 to 3. Yep. But the moment you get some adversity, and the, and the injury is real, that, that made a big difference. But the moment you get some adversity, the moment you get hit in the mouth, the team that has the air of, we were born to do this, we were bred to do this, we were brought in to do this against the grinder team. I think that's you see that, and I and that's to me as I watch that play out. That's the thought that I couldn't get out of my mind. Is USC was like, oh, we don't know what to do, and Utah was like, we know exactly what to do because yep. we've been doing it for four years, yep. and here we go. 
And, and, and to a man, everyone, and, and including Kyle Winningham, all said after the game, we were well aware that no one wanted us to be here. Right. We were well aware that everyone wanted USC to be to, yes. to, to be crowned. And Caleb Williams had the F Utah on his fingernails, which actually that was kind of funny. It was funny. But, you know, they Utah went into that game, and I love the fact that Kyle Whittingham said as much. They had a chip yes. the size of a GD boulder. And down 17-3, to three, this is where I, I think, to, to your point, I, I couldn't agree more. You're down 17-3. to three against the number four or number three team in the country, and and you turn the ball over, oh, crap, it's about to be 24-3, ball game. Maybe we don't belong. They never blinked. Never. They never nope. blinked once. Nope. And I love Kyle Whittingham. I wanted Kyle Whittingham to be the BYU coach. And it's one of the reasons, even though I'm a BYU guy, root for Utah, because sure. he is a BYU guy. Yeah. He's kook. Yeah. I love Kyle Whittingham. I think he's the most underrated coach in the country. And I love the Utes because they've got balls. Yeah. That is, and I, I honestly, I think like when you, when I talk to like Dan Lanning, I feel like that's kind of what Dan Lanning wants to build. Just sure. a little more high profile because you can do it a little more high profile at Oregon right. than you can at Utah. Right. But they've got this, just it's, it's, it's Stanford. It's that old Stanford under David Shaw when they were doing it with Gerhardt and Hogan and those guys. Yeah, we may not have all the five-star recruits. We may not have, you know, the the flashiest thing in the world, but we're going to be there the entire game. We're going to be in your face, and at the end of the year, you're going to look up and and you're going to see us with 10, 11 wins, and you're going to see us in the Rose Bowl for the second year in a row. So it bums me that the Pac-12, from a a, a national standpoint, is going to be like, well, here's the Pac-12 again. It it crapped the bed. Right. But and and I, I get why. Yeah. It's another year without the Pac-12 in 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 the in the the college ball playoff. Sure. But I, I can't I can't be upset with what happened there. No. Not with the way Utah played. No, not at all. I, I would imagine and, and you know I would imagine at some point when it's seventeen to three, there was a meeting on the sideline yeah. and Winningham said to his guys, I don't care what the score is, we are tougher than them. Keep punching them in the mouth. Yep. And, and you know, they, they caught a break with the injury. They caught a break when it wasn't and they didn't score to go up twenty four three. Yep. Those breaks happen, but Utah's attitude yep. and their entire persona put them in a position to take advantage of it and they did. Yeah. And Whittingham said after when they and he, he, he said in a classy way, he goes, Look, we know that he was limited. We yep. could tell he was limping. And they said the moment they saw him limping, they smelled blood in the water. And after that, no one feared him running and they just pinned their ears back and went and they hunted him. I think what seven sacks and they made what I think is still the best player in college football. I still think you should win the Heisman. They made him look very, very mortal. And it was, it was impressive. And on the other side of the ball, dude, I don't know what Alex Grinch is doing. I don't know what they teach there. That is some of the worst tackling. It it amazes me that a school that has that much talent at USC, like you look at the way Washington State plays. I love the way Washington State plays defense yeah. with a bunch of two and three star kids. Yeah. How on earth is USC that poor at tackling? Right. It's 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 baffling to me. That's one that I just, if I'm a USC fan, that's the one. It's it's not anything that that that's. I, I'm not upset with the way the season went. I just can't believe that at that point in the year you're that poor at what should be a, kind of a fundamental part of of the game of football. Yeah. Which is just tackling someone. So, all right, we come back. Uh, let's get into some of the bowl matchups because they are set. We'll talk a little college football playoff, and we'll run through the entire Pac-12 slate. Dare I say, I think this is by far the most interesting bowl schedule we've had in the Pac-12 in years. 
I don't think there's many, with the exception of maybe one. I don't think there's a bowl game in the Pac-12 that I'm not interested. Yeah, agree. So we'll talk about Cougs, we'll go Beavs, we'll go Duckies, we'll talk about uh, USC and Utah, where they ended up, so we'll go through the whole bowl lineup when we come back. Primetime, right here on The Fan. All right, we're going over the uh, bowl games here, although we do have some breaking news. The Heisman finalists uh, have leaked out. I guess not leaked. I mean, they've been announced. They said it was going to happen between three and five. Happened, uh, oh, just a handful of minutes ago. So you're did Heisman- I make it this year? You did not. Ah! You did not. Come on. That's it. I'm in the transfer portal. I'm <laughs> we had, out. We had a, our running back went to the Home Depot. He won the Doak Walker. That's like the only... I think we had a guy win the butt kiss when I was there, and we had a guy win the Doke Walker we, when I was there. We had Leaf. Leaf went to the Heisman ceremony, but, but after, I was already gone. Yeah, you were. I gone. was already gone. I don't think Bledsoe went. I don't think Bledsoe was. He's the number one overall pick, but I don't know if he. No, I don't, I don't think remember he was that. in New York at the at the thing. So um, I've never. I've never had a major. Doak Walker's a major award. Yeah, That's I a, think I think we won the the Lombardi. What's the linebacker? It's Lombardi, right? Butkus. 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 Yeah. Butkus. Ah, Butkus. I think we won the Butkus. I think we had a. I think Rob Morris might have won the Butkus. That sounds right. And I know we. I know we won the Doak. I, Luke Staley was on my back, and I, and there was some talk that maybe we'd get to go, and then they shut that down. Come on. <laughs> well, like sometimes they invite they, like the they line. Should. You know, and we're you like, should get we're to like, go. Hey, we're gonna go. No, we didn't get to go. Nah, no, we didn't, we didn't get to taking go. you. But, uh, yeah, the finalists, Stetson Bennett, uh, Max Duggan, TCU quarterback, uh, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State, and Caleb Williams, USC. So no Penix Jr., no Bo Nix, uh, no Blake Corum, Michigan running back. I, I mean, no real shocker there. To me, the usual suspects. usual suspects. Caleb Williams, to me, is the Heisman Trophy winner. I thought he was the Heisman Trophy winner before the Utah game. Nothing that happened against Utah, especially with the pop hamstring. Right. He's the best player in college football. He's really good. Give him the award. And this goes back to but Stetson Bennett, actually, like if you want to go best player, best team, Georgia's the best team, bar none. Yes. And Stetson Bennett has better numbers than C.J. Stroud, but we don't like, for whatever reason, maybe it's just we don't like the small walk-on white guy. I don't, like, we don't, we don't love Stetson Bennett. Like, we don't give him credit. We call him a game manager, but... His numbers are really, really good. I, I think that that's interesting. You brought that up. I, I think that's a combination of things. One, I, I think part of it is the look. Look at the SEC dominance yeah. that we've been subjected to for the last two <laughs> decades. Right? Who, who was the last truly great quarterback on one of those teams? There, there really aren't a ton of them. No, right? we we have. We're getting better, Joe Burrow. Right, like they're getting better, but right. we did have a lot of. Uh, there's a tendency, Greg McElroy. There's yeah, AJ there's McCarran's. a and, 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 yes. and Alabama is kind of to blame for it. Alabama <laughs> has a tendency to we're defense, we run the football. It's this program. It really doesn't matter who the quarterback is, and I think Stetson has a little bit of that bias in him. Yeah. What when you when I tell you Georgia Bulldogs, what's the first thing you think of? Yeah, defense. The defense and and. And rightfully so. They're amazing. Yeah. And here's this kid. He's really good, but he's not celebrated. He's not this star. He's not flashy. Little white walk-on kid, like yeah. you said. Boom, boom, boom. So look at his numbers. They're phenomenal. Yeah. But I think it's part of the bigger SEC package yeah. that that we kind of, he just gets lost in that big wave yeah. of SEC bias. We weren't told that he was great. We were told exactly. that. We, we love narratives. Yes. And we love the Rudy walk-on. Yes. And so we tussle your hair 
Watch him play against Oregon. That guy can move. Yes, he's he is awesome. not some stiff, no, little you know, really good Joe Schmoke. The, the kid can play. Yes, he's really good. But you know, for whatever reason, it, it, we don't give him any love. Duggan deserves to be there. It's a great year at TCU. I'm glad that the committee pulled their head out and put TCU yes. in. Yes. Uh, Stroud, we know Stroud's yep. bona fides, yep. and Caleb Williams to me still sure. is the best player in college football. Give him the award, and. I, I, look, I'm not trying to say that USC deserves to be in the college football playoff. You got your ass kicked by Utah twice. Utah has two losses. If anyone put Utah in. Right. But what bothers me with the Stroud and, and Caleb Williams things, and we'll talk about the bowl games on the other side. We got derailed by the Heisman thing. I don't like that USC was in, right? USC was 11 and 1, and Ohio State was 11 and 1. Right. And you had two Heisman Trophy finalists, and that both lost to their main rival, yep. right? They're big competition. USC had lost a, a close one to Utah, and Ohio State got blown out by Michigan. Ohio State didn't have to see Michigan again. They nope. sat on their couch, yep. whereas USC had to go play the team that they – their Michigan. Yep. They had to go play their toughest opponent that they had lost to by, by one point. They had to go play again. And I get it. They didn't prove it, so they don't belong. Right. But I don't understand how we punish USC – for having to play an extra game against a top 10 team in the country and re reward Ohio State yeah. for sitting on their ass. It's, it's not, I mean, fair is not, that's I mean, the, nothing's fair, but that's not fair. It's, it's, it's wrong. That's, it's, that, it's wrong. That, you I, don't, I don't like that. You shouldn't benefit from not playing. Yes. To me, the, the college ball playoff should be USC, TCU, Georgia, and Michigan. Because whether it was Alabama or Ohio State, if you can't play your way in on that last weekend, I don't think you should be able to play your way out, because honestly, yes. it's it's almost now become and it'll change once we get to the the you know the twelve team playoff. It is honestly a punishment to go play your conference title game. Yes, you have to go play one of the best teams in the country. Yep, on a neutral field. Yep, and if you lose, you're, you're out. out. You're done. Whereas if you lose. Or if you're Ohio State, you you can't lose. Just hang out. You just sit back and be like, I just need you to lose. Yep. And and luckily TCU was undefeated and they were smart enough in that close loss to put TCU Thank, in. Thankfully, thankfully, that would have been a real kick yes, in the balls. That would have sucked. Had Alabama and Ohio State managed to get in and not having to do anything, and TCU and USC would have been bumped out. Yep. Well, there's your Heisman finalists. I still think it ends up being Caleb Williams, and I think it should be Caleb Williams, but I can't argue. If it went to any of those, I'm certainly not going to argue because those are phenomenal players, but in my eyes, the best player that I saw in college football was Caleb Williams. I'm voting for Tony Dorsett. <laughs> I thought you'd vote for Penix. Uh, you love Penix, right? No. Well, what about for Christmas when you get that Michael Penix jersey? Uh, no. Yeah, it's you gonna wear that? No, you know, no. You slip that one on. I think we're over. Stop down. Break. No, I think it's time for break. Right. Are we ready for break? We're over. We're way over. We're All over. Right. Time for break. Break. When we come back, we'll lay out the bowl games for you. Six Hazard here on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.